0: Hi, I'm Greg Eulen with Reynolds and Reynolds, and this is Connected. Uh, today, I'm excited we get to sit down in studio with Jack Shep. Uh, Jack is actually the spouse of one of our employees at Reynolds, and uh, he recently went through uh, a car buying process, did it completely online, and he was sharing his experience. and We thought it'd be really fun to, to share with everybody out there um, what the experience was like from the consumer's perspective. We talk a lot about things from the dealer's perspective and and how to improve operationally and, and all these different things, but. Um, thought would be a great uh, great perspective to get the the consumer on so jack thanks so much for joining yeah thanks for having me on um so jack uh tell everybody a little bit about uh who you are kind of what you do how um you know how you got into needing a new car in the first place yeah
1: so i've been in the energy industry for about the last 15 years and uh, i've moved around a fair amount but i've had a company vehicle for a number of years i was uh out west in arizona and uh, was actually changing jobs so i was going to be losing the company vehicle and i was in a situation where now i needed a vehicle didn't have one currently and i'm moving across the country yeah and so um took on a role as a you know manager of of, uh, marketing innovation and technology at a company here in ohio Mm -hmm. and uh and started doing my search so i was still located in arizona and uh, just Kind of figured out. I, I knew I wanted a truck, yeah, and started looking in Arizona. There's a lot of two-wheel drive trucks in Arizona, sure. And uh, and so I also started looking in Ohio, and then started kind of narrowing things down from there. But
0: that's I, I guess that's kind of a little about me. Yeah, yeah. So where in Arizona were you? I was I, in I Phoenix. You were yeah. in, in Phoenix or like downtown Phoenix or one of the? Uh,
1: I would say um, the the far east valley.
0: Uh, okay, Phoenix. Yep. No, I, I love it out there. It's a, a great place especially in the fall I mm-hmm. like, that's the best time of year to be out there it's just it's fantastic and then in the spring you got baseball so yeah it's like eight or
1: nine months of just absolute beautiful weather yeah and then this the few months in the summer
0: are unbearable you just kind of stay inside <laughs> but you yeah, but
1: get those past great. that
0: and it's it's amazing well there's so much to do outside too mm-hmm. i mean you can go i mean the the hiking is just Unbelievable. And then, you know, get on a four wheeler and and romp around for a day. And it's just, there's there's so much to do. I love it out there.
1: So, we, and we lived in Phoenix for about a year, but before that, we lived in the Four Corners, like in New
0: Mexico area. And you want to talk about great hiking and exploring? (laughs) It was, it was really cool. Yeah. No, that's great. That's Mm -hmm. great. Um, Cool. So, sorry, getting back to, I guess, the story. Uh Um, So, uh, you said that you you started looking online, right? And you were looking for a truck. So, how did you. Maybe let's start there. Why why a truck? Is it so? I always I'm always mm-hmm. curious about individuals and why they purchase the vehicles that they do. And I think yeah. a, a big part of it is you know vehicles. Um, in some ways, it expresses sort of who you are. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's a functionality driven thing, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times it's it's a blend of the two. Right? If you have a big yep. family, you need three rows. If you have, but you also you know maybe you want a minivan, maybe you want a big SUV. Like there's different options. So yep. I guess for you, why why a truck? So start there. Yeah. So
1: I, I guess. I'm kind of one of those weird guys that yeah, I cross shop all kinds of stuff. I probably shouldn't be cross shopping. So like <laughs> I I look at trucks and sports cars and, and all that stuff. So, you know, we don't have any kids or anything right now. So I can be fairly flexible, sure. I think, with that. Uh, I've had a truck before, loved it. Yeah. And and I've had a sports car before. I love the truck more than I love the sports car. So I knew I kind of wanted to go with the truck. Uh, something I could drive in the snow coming back yeah. to Ohio. And I was buying a house out here, so I wanted to be able to haul some stuff and be able to work on the house. So, um, that's kind of what steered me towards going the truck route. Yeah. Now, were you uh, you know, in the full-size market, mid-size market? Did you care? I didn't really care. You know, I, I've been pretty comfortable in small vehicles. Uh, I've looked at full-size trucks, really like them. Uh, I've owned a kind of a mid-size truck before. And loved it yeah so it was kind of between the full size and the mid-size I wanted something that was going to be really reliable Mm -hmm. uh, and something that would fit in the garage yeah
0: yeah so in your search Mm -hmm. um, how important to you was inventory. So clearly you said truck, reliable, you know, mm-hmm. need to be able to tow stuff size. Wasn't a huge factor, but mm-hmm. eventually, um, I assume anyway, I'm, I'm curious from your perspective, but I assume you got to a vehicle that you wanted, right? Like a, you mm-hmm. wanted to buy a fill in the blank. Um, yep. how long did that take to get to the vehicle that you wanted to buy? Or were you just kind of still just, eh, whatever pops up, I'll take. I would say I was, I was
1: still open. I had a pretty good idea of what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I test drove a couple trucks out in Arizona. Okay. And, uh, you know, ultimately landed on a, a Tacoma. Okay. And I test drove and liked it. The double cab was great. You know, I could haul extra people if I needed yeah. to. And,
0: yeah. Okay, good. So so you landed. You, that's interesting, though, because, you know, you bought the vehicle online. Mm-hmm. But you still went into a dealership to drive a car. Yeah. Right? At some point, you visited yeah. a store. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was interested in
1: buying a vehicle in Arizona if it was the right vehicle yeah now I still had to drive it a couple thousand miles across the country (laughs) so I was good either way I think there were some trade-offs if I bought in Ohio I was going to be kind of buying sight unseen right uh, but I also didn't have to drive it
0: all the way across the country yeah so what were the deciding factors for you then um, that made you ultimately decide to buy it sight unseen Mm -hmm. in Ohio versus you know one that you could have you know been in, seen, touched. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I consider it a nice break in, right? You get mm-hmm. to, get you used to, use yeah, your vehicle. Yeah. So, so what, what was the deciding factor or set of deciding factors for you? Mm-hmm. Um, you it on a Tacoma, you drove a Tacoma yep. in a dealership in Arizona. Um, why not buy that one? Why, why did you end up deciding to do it from a store in Ohio? So I was actually, I was actually
1: really considering buying that vehicle. Right. Um, uh, and I started looking a little closer, realized it was a two-wheel drive. And okay. I really wanted a four-wheel drive. They didn't have a four-wheel drive, Tacoma. Uh, and I really wasn't finding what I was looking for in Arizona, which was four-wheel drive, single owner, clean car, Fax, um, you know, just under 50,000 miles kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I was buying, you know, about five or six months ago. So it was, yeah. you know, the, the car market was still... Um, a little more heated sure. so finding good deals was a little more difficult yeah um, I've lived in Ohio before so I was familiar with some of the dealerships out mm-hmm. here and I kind of I like going on um, websites and kind of researching dealerships and kind of seeing how they're reviewed um, and you know for me the experience at the dealership is important mm-hmm. uh, who I interact with and and making sure it feels good when I'm there yeah Um so I started pulling up uh, just different dealership websites and kind of looking at what they had for sale in Mm -hmm. this area. Yeah. And, uh, and lo and behold came across one that had a, a Tacoma for sale and it met, it checked all the boxes. The price was right. Um, and, and so then I was like, well, that's great. I'm not moving for a few weeks. So I've never bought anything online before sight unseen so well especially
0: that kind of uh that larger purchase right like we've all probably bought you know a bag of socks on on amazon Mm -hmm. or something but it's a little different when you're buying a truck
1: yeah yeah (laughs) and i
0: you know certainly with
1: it being a used vehicle as opposed to new when you buy new you kind of know what you're getting um so i'm trying to think okay how do i get myself comfortable with potentially taking the next step here yeah and um you know, flying out here was an option, but it, it's fairly cost prohibitive and and would take a lot of time. So, um, I actually went online and was looking at the reviews of the dealership, and I was I was looking for kind of salespeople's names that came up mm-hmm. as being reviewed um, highly. Yeah. And so then I went online, find found that person, called them up, and uh, that person ended up not being the person I was going to work with because they were. Not really available, I would say. Okay. So, you know, some of it was, you know, hey, I'm, I'm out delivering a vehicle. Okay, great. Call me back. Didn't call me back. Yeah. Um, the next day he was off for a couple of days. And uh, so I was like, you know, that's great. Don't really want to lose the truck. So I ended up calling someone else at the dealership. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he was great. He, um, we, we did a video call. And so he pulled the truck up. He had it running and, and was just kind of walking around the truck and showing me different things. I had him kind of put it underneath the vehicle, kind of look to see if there was rust or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a, a little light or alert on mm-hmm. the dash. I said, you know, hey, is that something you guys can fix? You know, you know what that is? Um, I said, yeah, we can get that fixed. Not a problem. And um, so we talked a little bit about pricing and. Um, I still wasn't totally comfortable cause I hadn't physically seen yeah. it. And so he was talking to me a little bit about, well, you know, you can, we can set this up so you can buy the vehicle if you don't like it. Uh, you, you know, when you get out here, test drive, it. if you don't like it, you want to cancel, we can cancel the whole thing. You just, everyone kind of walks away. So I was like, okay, I, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a reputable dealership in the area and, and so we started moving forward i knew it had a clean uh, carfax it was a single owner yeah
0: really clean vehicle mm-hmm. so um i want to i want to double click on a couple of the things that of you, course, you yeah, touched yeah. on there but uh first i want to circle back around you know you mentioned four-wheel drive you mentioned low miles you mm-hmm. mentioned clean um were there any other features that were it's like man i really want fill in the blank i gotta have that heated yeah. steering wheel because i'm moving to ohio i mean were, yeah. were there any of those uh I, I wanted heated seats and i wanted apple carplay okay Those are kind of my two other things that I wanted. Yeah. If you're going to spend the money, like those are the Mm -hmm. things that you want in the vehicle. Okay. So, um, how important then for you, uh, it sounds like pretty important, but, um, you had a a short list of features, but it sounds like inventory really, the the piece of inventory, the vehicle drove a lot of your, uh, purchasing decision, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you figured out what you wanted and then it was a matter of finding out who had it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, so what did that uh, sorry just kind of going back a little mm-hmm. bit a little bit here but um what did that search process look like for you so eventually you found a dealership that had the car that you wanted i mean was yeah. it literally just google dealerships with a you know 2022 toyota tacoma like <laughs> what was that? yeah so it was it was a
1: little bit of online search and i i looked at you know just some kind of online buying sites and i was like eh, I, I don't know how i feel about it yeah um and then I started looking at dealerships just around me. Okay. And and I would just go on Google and I'd kind of look at, okay, who's who's rated really well mm-hmm. on Google? And then I would take a look at their inventory. Yeah. And, you know, with me, I was kind of looking at new, looking at used. So sure. I was looking at both. Um, and, you know, I went in to talk to a couple different dealerships in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of knew the ones in, in Ohio. Right. Um, so, I would say my search kind of went pretty quickly to dealerships kind of in the areas I knew I was going to be that were also rated well. If they were rated bad, I didn't
0: even really look. Yeah, yeah, well, that's great. Okay, so it was, um, you knew what you wanted, if, if mm-hmm. I'm understanding correctly, you knew what you wanted, but um, you were still visiting each store, give, basically giving each store an opportunity. Uh, assuming that they had a good overall rating, right? So if other Mm -hmm. people had reviewed them um, and had a good experience, you were going to those individual store websites um, because you wanted to see everything that was available. Mm -hmm. That's great. Okay, so... um, Makes a lot of sense, and then you mentioned reviews as well. I, I, something that was mm-hmm. interesting, I actually jotted it down was you were looking for individual salespeople. Mm-hmm. Why individual salespeople? Why not just the overall dealership rating? Why not just call, you know, the, the main line and let the receptionist uh, point you to the right person?
1: Yeah. So, a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. So some dealerships have a really good or bad service department some have a really good or bad sales department sure and but all the reviews for those get clumped in together so sometimes a dealership can have a really good sales crew uh but their overall score can be kind of pulled down Mm -hmm. because of a bad you know maintenance group yeah uh so that was kind of one reason i was looking but also i just i maybe i'm just particular about who i work with I, i want to know that i'm kind of working with someone who's knows how to have a conversation with me and yeah. and can be real with me and um connect with me and you know for me that that connection is important and uh you know future car purchases and everything i, I want to be able to know i could go back to that
0: person and and buy again i feel good about that relationship yeah yeah well and, and another thing you thinking about that then you know you mentioned that you guys did a video call like i assume mm-hmm. facetime or something yep. like that right so yep. um i think that's really interesting because in, in so many cases you can kind of think of online buying as you're interacting with a website, mm-hmm. right? And you're, you're maybe chatting, or yep. but the reality is, for, for in your experience at least, you wanted help, you wanted an in-person experience, mm-hmm. you wanted questions answered, you wanted somebody to, to buy from, yep. right? You wanted a relationship, and just because that person wasn't uh, in the same state as you, mm-hmm. didn't prevent you from having that relationship, right? So I think that's that's something that's really interesting to call out because I don't know how did that how did that feel I guess to you for that interaction because in so many instances we get we get used to being in person right like we're mm-hmm. sitting across the table from each other yep. um but we also do interviews in here where somebody's on the screen right and yeah. it, it still feels fine so mm-hmm. I'm curious from your perspective as a consumer and the one that was getting ready to fork over a bunch of money for a vehicle yep. um how did it feel did you feel connected I uh, especially after the video call I definitely felt
1: more connected mm-hmm. uh I'm a face-to-face kind of guy, so yeah. I like I like being able to. That's kind of my priority one. I, I really like to be able to talk to someone face-to-face, whether I'm at work or, or, whatever. Yeah. Um, but having the video call with him, kind of being able to see him and and physically see the car, you know, it. There's not much of a difference between physically being there in person and and seeing it on video. Yeah. So, that definitely gave me. Significantly more comfort about moving forward with the vehicle, and and he was great. I mean, just very personable, and I, and I, we did the video call, and I was like, you know, look, let me tell you about my situation. I'm out here in Arizona. I'm coming out in a few weeks, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm interested in this vehicle. I've never bought a vehicle online before, so I'm a little uncomfortable. You're obviously you're you're showing me the video and everything. Um, you know what 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 else can we do here to kind of help with? With this comfort level. Right. And and that's kind of where he went into talking about, hey, look, you know, we can set this thing up so that you know you, you can basically buy the vehicle if you want to back away and we can completely cancel it when you get out here, you test drive, or whatever, you don't like it. Um, and, and we're all good.
0: Good. So yeah. No, I like that. I like that. So let's talk a little bit about the deal structure because it, it yeah. was a it was a fairly Um, I'll call it a simple deal structure because Mm -hmm. there weren't as many variables as some others, which I want to dig into it a little bit because I do think it's important to understand um, what that looks like as well. So Mm -hmm. for you, I think you mentioned uh, you had a company vehicle. So you did not have a trade-in. Yep. Right. And then uh, uh, used vehicle. So finance or or cash? It was cash. Okay. Cash deal. So, Mm -hmm. So no finance needed. So what did that deal structure look like? What did the paperwork look like? Was it sent to you digitally? Did you sign it when you got there? Um, you know, again, pretty straightforward deal, right? Mm-hmm. It's a one-sided transaction um, and it's cash. So that makes it a little bit easier on the dealership. But yep. um, from your perspective, what what did that look like? How did that interaction go?
1: Yeah. So uh, they had like a, a secure document portal. Okay. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but I could go in and so I kind of had to sign up and get access to it. Yep. and kinda I send you an email link. And, yeah. okay. and, and it was nice because I like to read through contracts before I sign stuff. So mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to just kind of look through it and make sure everything was good. Um, and and once I was good with it, it was, you know, you're, you're kind of signing digitally. Mm-hmm. And you hit, uh,
0: you know, approve or, or complete or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's done. How many... But, how many pieces of well, I guess not pieces of paper. How many pages of PDF did you have to go through? How many signatures oh were there? Was it a lot? Or it, it wasn't bad. Okay. Um, there were there were
1: a handful probably, but yeah. it, um, I mean it's been a few months now, so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember. But it wasn't. I mean it
0: wasn't like buying a house or anything. It was it was a few kind of signatures and moving on. Yeah. Now, if you were going to finance a vehicle, mm-hmm. do you think you still would have done it remotely if if you needed either? Your bank to do the financing if you would have needed the dealership to arrange the financing would that have changed your hmm. your approach at all
1: I don't think so
0: okay no that's good I, and I just I find it really interesting um you know the comfort level of consumers with mm-hmm. with finance right there's mm-hmm. there's so much so many more variables if you're going to finance a, a car yeah. right as far as Right. And and everything else that goes into it and and what you can get through a dealership and and how they can and for for many consumers, they need help with that, right? They they don't know how to go get a loan at their bank for a vehicle. And and honestly can be a little bit of a pain to Mm -hmm. do it. Um so just working through the dealership in a lot of ways is is simpler, easier, faster and and often you get a better better rate. Yeah. Um so so for you though, you think you know, a, assuming that everything went smoothly, mm-hmm. um, you wouldn't have an issue financing remotely either. I don't think so. Okay, all right. That's good. That's good to hear. Um, okay, so then, did you? What did the transaction look like? So, did you take a check with you when you went and picked up the vehicle? did Did you send money electronically to them so that it was yours, and then they would refund it if you didn't like the vehicle? What did the the transaction? So they look like? they wanted me to
1: uh, wire the money. To them, yep. And so it it was a little bit. It was a little weird because someone else reached out to me about wiring the money. I'm like, well, wait a minute, yeah. Uh, Because I, you know, I, I, there's a lot of scams out there and everything, and and you just got to be careful about that. So, so I got this this thing about wiring money. I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't sound quite right. So I called the sales guy. We talked, and he's like, oh yeah, you know, this is. So I I got comfortable with that, and and then I just kind of re-verified that the information, the wiring instructions were the correct wiring instructions Mm -hmm. and everything. Um, And then went to a local bank out there, and it was, because of the amount of the transfer, Mm -hmm. it was going to take a little bit of time. Sure. And... But going into actually, I couldn't do it completely remotely. I had to go into a branch because of the amount that it was. Okay. Uh, but they were able to do that with me being in the branch, and and it was good. Yeah. So pretty simple mm-hmm. from the getting the money to them. Um, but they they wanted the the finances prior to me getting out there. Otherwise, I would would have just brought a check.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was then a couple of weeks before you actually took delivery of the vehicle. Yeah okay so yeah you, it, it, that was probably i don't know eight to ten days before okay. something like that good good and then so you you get there mm-hmm. and what does that what does that process look like so you, you can i don't know it's, it's interesting you know for a dealership mm-hmm. right the vehicle sold you you paid me uh-huh. right here's your car um how was that delivery experience for you knowing that uh you know you already you already sent them the money you already i mean was, yep. it, was it literally here's your keys, see you later or was there was there more to it what did that look like yeah
1: so so from that point on i'd really been working with the maintenance manager okay. of the dealership yep. so because he was working on that little alert or yeah. or warning on there and it had to do with the blind spot monitoring there was an issue mm-hmm. with one of the sensors and uh so when i got out there the I was able to test drive and everything okay everything's good but the alert's still there Mm -hmm. so I was talking to the guy he's like yep we're we're working on it we'll get it taken care of uh you know in the meantime we're going to give you a loaner vehicle so from my perspective you know I didn't have a vehicle so I needed (laughs) I needed something something where I was going to have a rental vehicle until I could get it so that I was happy they gave me the the loaner vehicle and and I kind of let them just take your time getting it fixed it took about a week for him to kind of get it figured out and okay. and then I picked it up
0: that's great that's great so um how did you feel about that uh you know they, they took care of you but mm-hmm. if I'm in your shoes right I sent you yep. money you know we, we talked two weeks ago I sent you money a week and a half ago yeah. you said you'd have this fixed I get here it's not fixed right mm-hmm. and and again they gave you a loaner, so no no harm right yeah but still was that was that disappointing? Did that have an impact on your overall experience? You know, it was a little disappointing, especially you get a lot of windshield time driving across the
1: country. <laughs> you're thinking about the vehicle and and you get out there and you, you're kind of hoping, okay, you know, they're going to have it all polished up for me. It's going to be ready to go. And, and you know, it wasn't that. And I think the most ideal scenario, the sales guy I was working with would be there and, you know, hey, nice to meet you in person and, and kind of close things out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'd had some, several interactions with the maintenance manager over the phone and he was great. And, and we had numerous kind of, we we got to talk about the truck a little bit and, um, and I know he was busy, but he took time to kind of, to talk with me and everything. And then obviously not being able to take the truck with me Uh, and, you know, and he said, look, you can take the truck with you now and bring it back and we can get this handled. And I was like, no, and he he offered up a loaner vehicle, so I said, you know, let's just do the loaner vehicle. You guys get this situated. Um, so detracted a little bit, but the fact they they took care of me, giving me the loaner vehicle, is
0: fine. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned in your search, you were looking mm-hmm. at reviews. Yeah. Did you leave a review for this dealership? Uh, I did not. Man, as important as the review process <laughs> I know. Well, you know was for you, um, you haven't left a review for them. All right, uh, you got to go do that. You got to do them a solid since it made an impact on you and you're buying. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know, overall, I would say the that experience was
1: was decent. It wasn't like a. I, I think they could have done some more personal type things to to make it kind of really a slam dunk. Yeah, uh, but.
0: Yeah, it was it was decent. Yeah, I probably should go back and leave more review. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you mentioned some more personal things. So, mm-hmm. um our audience is is mostly dealers, right? So, yeah. um what are some of those things maybe that stand out in your mind is like that that would have been a really nice touch or, mm-hmm. you know, if it, maybe you think about it and and it's like boy if they would have done this, I probably would have left a review because I was so excited, right? I was yeah. so pleased and and your experience is one where, as I hear it, and I, I'm kind of the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I have a really great experience, mm-hmm. um, I want to do that person or that company, yeah, uh, kind of a favor and and leave a review. So I'm like, man, that was people need to know that this mm-hmm. place is great. Um, and very, very, very rarely, maybe once or twice in my life, if I left a negative review, yeah. But it's got to be a pretty darn bad experience. Usually, you're somewhere in the middle, yep. right? And that's kind of where I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you just don't have that passion to be like, yeah, that was fine. Mm -hmm. Like why, why spend the time leaving a review? Yeah. Um, So what, are there any things in your mind that would have kind of tipped the scale for you um, where you're like, man, that was, that was great. And you really wanted to share that with other people. So the process felt very much like
1: it felt very much process driven. Like they were a machine and I was just kind of going through their process. And, you know I'm, I'm working with this person now i work with this person now i work with this person and and see you later so i think having maybe that salesperson that i was working with that ultimately yeah. sold me the vehicle uh if he was there when i picked it up mm-hmm. and was able to you know hey nice to meet you in person and and you know great doing business with you you know it, it's a big purchase for me right uh and you know, having a little bit more of that connection, I think would have made the experience better. Obviously if they had the vehicle ready to go, cause it's not like I bought the vehicle and was there, I bought the right. vehicle and then they had, you know, over a week and it still wasn't ready. So, uh, you know, just things that show they value the business and they value that this transaction happened and we're going to follow through on it and be ready for you. They knew exactly what day I was going to be there, what time I was going to be there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Little things like that, I think, would have made the experience
0: mm-hmm. great. Yeah, no, that's good, and, and I'm interested too, you, you mentioned um, you know, feeling like basically every person in, your, in the process from the dealership had a role, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, I work with this person for these three things. Yep. Now I work with this person for these three things, and now yep. I get turned over to this person. So for, for you, it sounds like you didn't have necessarily the personal connection that you were craving, that you wanted, that, mm-hmm. that would make you feel uh, connected and, and probably more loyal to that dealership. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and perhaps it would have been different. You know, I've bought
1: vehicles in person before, uh-huh. and and that whole process felt fine because you kind of build a relationship with the salesperson. Then you go and you work with the finance, and then you you kind of go through that process. Right. In this case, it was like, look, I've never seen you guys. I've never seen the truck. I've never been to your dealership. Um, well, I had years ago, but well, yeah. Um, you know, it just it it's nice having that separation when you can have. I know this is my guy he's helping me get this transaction done he's looking out for me through the process I didn't feel like I had anyone looking out for me uh, you know I, I kind of knew enough to be to look out for myself through the process yeah um, just would have been nice to have someone to kind of
0: I guess for lack of better words hold my hand a little bit to, yeah to kind of see it through that's interesting it's interesting to hear you say you know that same process felt mm-hmm. fine in person mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't translate online because for whatever reason, there's just a little bit more, maybe a lack of trust is a little strong, but there is something about being across from someone Mm -hmm. where you can connect much quicker, much easier. Yeah. Um, having that physical distance between you, even with a video call, I mean, Mm -hmm. you still, it's not as easy to connect. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And and I think about a lot and, and we talk about a lot, you know, having a single kind of seamless process Mm -hmm. online in store, whatever it is. But what you bring up is interesting in that it it can't be exactly the same. It can be, it can be the same process, yeah. but how you handle it has to be a little bit different. You mentioned having somebody looking out for you. And I've talked to dealers who who use the word concierge, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's, there's somebody, they're not, they're not necessarily salespeople, Mm -hmm. right? But they're the person that, that is your person that guides you through that process. Yeah. And just listening to you describe your experience, it seems like that's pretty spot on. Like if you could have had something like mm-hmm. that and, and had somebody at the dealership to, who believed that their role mm-hmm. was to be your concierge and make sure that that your experience was just smooth, easy, questions yep. were answered, um, that that probably it sounds like would have resulted in a, in a better experience for you. And, and I, I don't think I need a whole lot but right. like,
1: had the sales guy reached back out and mm-hmm. said, you know, hey, I heard this is where you're at in your process. How are you feeling about everything?
0: How's everything going? Um, would have felt better. Mm-hmm. When you think about, you know, being in the store, everything's mm-hmm. done in four hours. Yeah. Right. Which which we we talk about that being too long and whatever, but it's mm-hmm. still four hours. Right. Like you're yeah. you're done. And your process took, I don't know, days, weeks.
1: Uh, it You know, it took.
0: Days, yeah, two yeah. three days. Mm-hmm. So there's there's chunks of hours, if not days, between each interaction. Yeah, and I think that that can be something that is hard to comprehend. So when you're when you're the employee of the store, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you're busy all day long. Nothing's changing for you. Right? Yeah, you're working the same process that you always do. Everything's going. The difference is on the consumer side, where when you're in the store and everything's kind of back to back to back. Yeah, you might wait a little bit to get into F and I or something, yep. but but you're still in it, right? It's mm-hmm. one experience. Versus when you're remote, you spend let's say you spend 20 minutes with your sales guy on that video call, uh, looking at the car, right? And now you have 12 hours or however long it is, Mm -hmm. 24 hours, where you go about your life, right? Like you go to work, you go home, you run your errands, you go for a hike, you whatever. Yep. Um, Next you go to bed, you get up, and then the next day you you do another you have another interaction with the dealership. Mm-hmm. So instead of being a four-hour window where that's what you're doing, yep. there's a stop and start. And and it sounds like that's where the gap is in experience, mm-hmm. um, where it's like when you have to stop, go on with your life, and then start over again, you just you don't feel connected. Yeah. But, you know, and, and even just like for me,
1: I'm a little wary of just security and especially sure. transferring money. And, and so i've been talking with this guy and out of the blue i get someone reaching out to me about about wiring money over right and i'm like well who is this person and and you know i end up making calls back to the dealership and and trying to figure out is this legit It, it just um made things a little more
0: uncomfortable than i think it needed to be yeah no that's good that's a good perspective um Okay. Uh we talked about a lot. I, I, this is a great conversation. What mm-hmm. what haven't we talked about that stands out to you that we should? Anything that we didn't touch on kind of in this in this experience in this process for you? Yeah, I I don't think so. It it was
1: I'd do it again. Yeah. You know, it, it, I I like doing in person whenever I can, but if I was in the situation again, um yeah, I'd do it again.
0: Yeah. Or if, you know, the inventory was somewhere else Mm -hmm. right like if you really had a a truck that you had to have you just got to have you know uh fill in the blank ford lightning right Uh and and the the one in the color that you want with the features you want is in wherever madison wisconsin like (laughs) that's that's
1: where it is right yep Um, and and i've i've looked in the past and i there are certain dealerships in the country that if i was buying a certain type of vehicle uh, i know that's where i would buy a new vehicle from because of the just the experiences so i'll go out on blogs i go on reddit and and we'll kind of see um you know there's certain dealerships that have a certain reputation yeah and uh and i would i would you know buy it online or buy it through them remotely and then fly out and bring it back yeah if i were to go that route so and at some point that might be what i end up doing we'll see
0: maybe yeah Good deal. All right. Well, Jack Shep, thank you uh, very much for coming in, yeah, sitting down, certainly. sharing your experience. Again, we uh, we don't get your perspective, you know, the consumer's perspective a lot. So it was, it was good to hear, and uh, really appreciate you taking time. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Yep. Well, that was a fun one with Jack Shepp. I really appreciate him coming in and sitting down and talking about his experience. A different perspective than what we usually get. So I hope you found it valuable. Um, I certainly enjoyed the conversation. Before we hop off, don't forget, you can watch or listen to episodes of Connected on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify podcasts. And make sure to hit subscribe so you're notified every other Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks so much, and we'll see you in two weeks.